Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. And greetings and salutations, brothers and sisters. Welcome to the best show on your radio. It is Freddie and Harry. Thank you very much. Got my man Harry Douglas. He over there. Freddie Coleman over here. And you are there presented by Progressive Insurance on the ESPN app. Sirius XM Channel 80. And always tell that smart speaker. Yours to play ESPN Radio. So, Harry Douglas, you're a baseball dude like I'm a baseball dude. I know I, your Braves aren't in it. My Mets were never in it after July. All those Yankee fans out there got to go boo-hoo-hoo into 2023 in the offseason. But that's going to be a very nervous building in Philly tonight because nobody thought this series in the NLCS would get to a seven-game series like we saw in the ALCS and the Texas Rangers beat the blood out of the Houston Astros last night. Well, so let me say this about the Diamondbacks. They really took the air out of the building last night when it came mm-hmm. to the Philadelphia Phillies. No doubt. And it started with Fom and his home run, right? Then it went to Gurriel Jr. and his home run. And then Aaron Nola, a guy who I have high regards for, and I think who is a, a, an amazing pitcher, he walks a batter. And then you get Longoria comes up and he knocks him in uh, with a double, right? So right off the bat, it's 3 nothing. So the crowd is out of the ballgame. Yep. And I think when, when it comes to the Philadelphia Phillies and when they're playing at home, that's the most important piece. That's the most important thing is to get that crowd out of the ball game to start things off, right? This was the top of the second inning, so it was early. Mm-hmm. And they weren't a factor, I think, the rest of the night. No doubt about that. We'll see if they're going to be a factor tonight. Game seven, we're going to be on an extra half an hour leading into the pregame coverage at 7.30 Eastern time. We got a game seven Arizona Diamondbacks trying to shock the world and mess up everybody's buffet by not getting the Astros and the Phillies into a World Series. That game is 7.30 Eastern time. But before all that, you can always be a part of the show, Graham. Freddie Harry Nation waits for you in the Dr. Pepper call in line at 888-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. ESPN Nation presented by Dr. Pepper. It's not college football season or a game seven in the NLCS without the delicious taste of an ice cold Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. You know what you would deserve as much as Dr. Pepper? This. The main thing, the main thing. 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 The main thing with Freddie and Harry. Now, your boy Freddie Coleman was minding his own business, getting his exercise on the Casa de Coleman, and all of a sudden I was in the middle of a hurricane text back and forth involving Harry Douglas and one of our producers, Devin Kane, about Purdy, Brock Purdy. The oh, no, of the it was 49ers. two of the producers. No, Sam no. was involved, too. No, but, but Devin was the one that he was He was a ringleader. He was a ringleader. At a point, Samuel Oop. Pierce just said, you know what? My name is Bennett. I'm not going to be in it. So, Harry, I'm going to let you set it up. Devin, you weigh in. And if you don't hear from Freddie Cohen for the next five minutes, believe me, it's going to be worth it, as this is part two of these two having at it involving Purdy. Brock Purdy, 
the 49ers quarterback. Well, yeah, when it came to the Monday Night Football game last night, the 49ers versus the Minnesota Vikings, right? And I woke up this morning, and all I see on social media and just about every platform possible is people waiting to attack Brock Purdy at the quarterback position Mm -hmm. for the two interceptions that he had late in that ball game. And Uh I'll be the first to tell you, I'm not going to sit up here and absolve him of those interceptions, right? One of those interceptions that that he threw, actually, he made a hell of a throw early in the game on the same route. But what Brock Purdy does is throws with anticipation, and the ball just got away from him on on one of those interceptions. Now, the reason why I say I'm not going to sit up here and just pile on Brock Purdy is because there's a million things that go on within a football game that contributes to losing a football game. Mm -hmm. And I can easily say, you know what? The defense got an interception on the first on their first possession. They go the offense of San Francisco. They go down, and what does Christian McCaffrey do in the red zone? He fumbles the football. Mm-hmm. So the next possession that the 49ers have offensively, Brock Purdy drives them down there. What happens? The field goal kicker Moody misses a field goal. Yeah. So right there, we're talking about six or possibly ten points that the San Francisco 49ers missed out on, and they lost the game by how many? Five, Freddie. So it's not just the two interceptions at the end, but then you get to another factor, right, in my opinion. That defense of the San Francisco 49ers, that's an elite defense. Mm, not last night. They, they weren't last night. You talk about missed tackles. You talk about backers overrunning the play. Mm. You talk about linebackers trying to guard wide receivers. You talk about Shavarius Ward, who had a nice interception on the first drive, should have had two right before halftime. You have a third and sixth situation with seconds left on the clock, and Steve Wilkes' defensive coordinator decides that he wants to blitz, which is another mind-boggling thing. <laughs> but you have a phenomenal play from Jordan Addison, and yes. they give up a touchdown right before the half. So there are a ton of plays in that ball game, uh, offense, defense, and special teams, in my opinion, that contribute to the loss of the San Francisco 49ers. I understand a lot of people, and for some odd and apparent reason, they want to pick on Brock Purdy. Because Brock Purdy wins, and he doesn't win the way everybody wants him to win. And he wins more than other quarterbacks on other teams. I get it. I understand it. But I'm not going to sit up here and say Brock Purdy is the sole reason why the San Francisco 49ers lost that game last night. I thought it was a a team effort in them losing that football game last night. Devin Get Devin Kane, counselor, your rebuttal. I don't think Brock Purdy's the sole reason they lost that game either. But However. My, bi- my biggest thing with Brock Purdy is, I, before the season even started, I said, we need to see a bigger sample size of this guy. I think mm-hmm. he's he played, what, in 14 NFL games at this point mm-hmm. or something like that? Give or take a lie or two. And so the narrative the last couple of weeks before these two consecutive losses was, and it's not from Harry, a lot of people were, were using the word elite, or even to this standard, like, very, very good. Mm-hmm. I need to see more. Mm-hmm. And granted, Harry talks about all the plays that preceded those two final drives. Despite all of those plays, he had an opportunity. Sands, Debo, Samuel. Right. They still had three Pro Bowlers on the offense. Uh-huh. Get it done. Uh-huh. Get it done. I don't. I don't care about what happened early in the game. I realize it contributed to the loss. If you're that guy, but that's like people have been talking. That's that's, that's what you. I know, but if you're that guy, you can't like say you don't care about what happened early in the game, and then last week you talk about how early in the game Brock Purdy wasn't good against the Cleveland if, Browns. If you're that guy, overcome all of that. We we don't we don't give Jalen Hurts that benefit of the doubt. We don't give Tua that benefit of the doubt. If you're that guy, get it done. Don't throw two interceptions. That's that's all I got to say. This was my 35 minutes on the bike this morning. This whole back and forth between both of these two. My wife Denise goes, what are you doing? Why, why are you laughing? You're not supposed to be laughing on a bike. I said, I got two dudes. Good, good thing I wasn't your parent. 
and we're in the car on vacation, I'd have turned that car right around and nobody would have gone to Disney World and nobody got any ice cream. I was thoroughly entertained because you two, normally people get into it about a quarterback named Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson. Uh-uh, not Devin K. No, no, no. Don't play the middleman. Freddie, don't play. I want to know what you think about this. Don't play the middleman. Put it this way. When it comes to the middleman, you guys are talking about Brock Purdy. You know, two in a row. Um... It's the NFL. You know, every team is good. It doesn't matter who you're going against, what the record is or anything like that. We didn't come into the week taking this team lightly. We knew it was going to be a hostile environment. It was going to be a great challenge. Our defense is really good. Um, Kirk Cousins is really good. So it's like, you know, for us, we came in with the right mindset. We just got to execute better. I'm not going to say either one of you guys are wrong in what your opinions are on Brock Purdy. When it comes to you, Devin, saying, hey, Brock Purdy, get it done. Or you, Harry Douglas, saying that, hey, there were so many other variables that go into that game that – wound up being a loss for the San Francisco 49ers. This is the beauty of the National Football League. Mm-hmm. That's why it's the biggest, baddest thing going. Any team out there not named Kansas City has plenty of questions about how good can they be. I don't care if it's San Francisco. I don't care if it's Miami. I don't care if it's Buffalo. I don't care if it's Detroit. I don't care if it's Dallas. So whatever questions about Brock Purdy, I'm not going to say those questions are wrong. But Brock Purdy is who he is. He is going to work well within that system. That doesn't mean that he makes the system better or the system makes him better. They both are very, very complimentary. But it's the NFL. It's Division One football. It ain't in the murals, <laughs> brother. And there are going to be times where somebody gets the best of you. And for the last two weeks, we've seen that against San Francisco from your very good Cleveland Browns defense and Minnesota Vikings defense that finally played okay. And they still were a possession away from losing this game. Brock Purdy is only going to be as good as that system will allow him to be. Doesn't make him poor. Doesn't make him elite. It makes him what he is. But when he makes a mistake throwing the ball down the field, it's going to be magnified. Why? Because his name is not Tua. His name is not Jalen Hurts. His name is not Patrick. It's because his name is Purdy. Brock Purdy. Now, I I would say this, though, Dev. If I was to ask you a question, who do you trust more right now? The San Francisco defense or Brock Purdy as a quarterback? What would you oh, answer? Oh, that's a good be? question. That's a good one. Uh, the defense. That's okay, so you saying what you just said, you trust the defense more. So I'm going to go through the drives that the Minnesota Vikings had, starting from the second one when they scored a touchdown. Ten plays, touchdown. Thirteen plays, touchdown. Five plays, touchdown. Eleven plays, field goal. Ten plays, field goal. That happened to an elite defense last night on top of the San Francisco 49ers having a boatload of missed tackles. The San Francisco 49ers having zero sacks. Also, the San Francisco 49ers on third down, allowing the Minnesota Vikings to be 8 for 13, 61%. Come on, man. It's not just Brock Purdy. We're talking about an elite defense that that allowed 22 yards less than 400 yards passing to Kirk Cousins and company. And let's not forget, it was no Justin Jefferson out there. But I also would say this, it's good for the Minnesota Vikings that their first-round draft pick, Jordan Addison, showed up. Boy, did he. Their tight end, TJ Hawkinson, who's the second-paid tight end in the National Football League last night, mm-hmm. showed up. They had Brandon Powell, who's normally a return specialist, mm-hmm. had four catches for 64 yards last night for the Minnesota Vikings. Harry, if I told you before the game uh-huh. that the, the uh, 49ers were going to give up 22 points, what would you say? Would the 49ers are going to win or lose that game? But see, 
now, no, 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 because that's that's in their, in their wins this year. They've scored thirty points yeah. or more. Yeah, answer the question, Harry. No, I, I would think they will win the game. There you go. But now, see, now continue, well, counselor. No, but <laughs> that's not a good argument here. We're talking about a elite defense mm-hmm. that got their asses handed to them last night. They did by Kirk Cousins and company without Justin Jefferson. I, I, I do agree with you that they did not look good. But again, the way that we, and not you specifically, uh-huh. the media has talked about Brock Purdy up to the season. Absolutely. you got to score more than 17 points. You like, should, you, yeah. you have to. Yeah. You have to. We'll put it but, but, but check this out. And, okay. I, and I just explained to y'all, though. Uh-huh. You it's have to not explain all, it to me. It's, it's not all Brock Purdy's in this it's, hurricane. It's not all Brock Purdy's uh, fault. I just said on the first possession, they got the ball at the 15-yard line. Yeah. And that back that you keep bringing up, Christian McCaffrey, that was there, he fumbled the damn football, Dev. So those we two- just talked about the next drive when Moody goes down and have a field goal opportunity, and he misses the field goal, Dev. I, I, the same Moody that missed the field goal last week when Brock Purdy brought them back, even though he had a terrible game, that same Moody who won the Lou Groza Award at yeah. the University of Michigan, even though it. they got a whole bunch of scandalous things going on yeah, right now. And we'll get to that in 15 minutes here on Freddie and Harry. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman on ESPN Radio. Video. Finish this sentence. 49ers quarterback Brock Purdy is what? Finish that sentence. We want to hear from you at 888-ESPN-888-729-3776. I want to hear from you. We want to hear from you. Join the conversation on the Dr. Pepper call line. I'm going to ask our guys, meaning Devin, our man Samuel, and also Shannon, but we want to hear from you. Finish this sentence. Brock Purdy is what? 888-729-3776. Because Harry is dying to finish this sentence. So if I tell you that, Brock Purdy is what? How do you fill in that blank? Oh, me right here. I'm, I'm going to go. I said I'm gonna Harry. Go. My bad. <laughs> You're so excited. He's fired up. He's I fired am, up excited. today. He really is. To me, Brock Purdy is a good quarterback. But that's what I thought about him beforehand. Okay. Sam, I thought he was a good quarterback. I didn't think he was an elite quarterback. Right. I didn't think he was a quarterback to put on a major pedestal. Yeah. I thought Brock Purdy is the perfect quarterback for Kyle Shanahan's system. Okay. Because he orchestrates uh, things at a, a high level to me. Okay. More De- better than anybody Shanahan's ever had. Okay. Devin Kane finished that sentence. Brock Purdy is unproven. Okay. I need to see more. The sample size. Listen, he. With this, with a perfect system around him, he accentuates that perfect system. Mm-hmm. When one player's out, and or not one player, Debo, yeah. Trent Williams, and yeah. they're playing a defense that's blitzing, he mm-hmm. didn't perform like he should. So I want to see more. I'm proof- whoa, He's whoa, 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 hold on. You said Brock Purdy didn't perform under the blitz. What, are you sure about that? No, no, no last night in, in yes, general. Last night. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. At one point, he was 8 for 10 versus the blitz. In okay. the fourth quarter, he was 5 for 13 with two interceptions and 57 yards. So, Ooh, yeah. Numbers. Okay, but fourth but, quarter is the most important quarter, no? Well, I, I thought because a coach told me it's a four quarter game. Yeah, exactly. Every quarter is important. So those interceptions, who were those on? Well, the first one, the, the ball got away. Both were on yeah, Brock we, Purdy. We just, I heard that too. I, I, I heard that, that too. Brock yeah. Purdy this season has the fourth most uh, turnover uh, proven rate in in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Turnover worthy plays, he is the fourth most. So yeah. Mm-hmm. It's getting away from him a lot, apparently. Well, not getting away from a lot. Look at some of the defense he's played. And plus, by the way, it's the NFL. Those things are going to happen. Samuel Pierce finished the sentence. Brock Purdy is what? Pretty, like. He's pretty good. He's just pretty good. Yeah. Okay. He's, I don't. I wouldn't even say he's like really good. Good. Mm-hmm. He's just. He's pretty good. Okay. You see him play. He, yeah, he's pretty good. Okay. Okay. But, okay. All right. I get it. Shannon, Shannon Penn. Okay. We'll go to calls. Shannon Penn. He's busy right now. Finish this <laughs> sentence for us. Brock Purdy is what? Matt in Las Vegas at 888-729-3776. Matt, finish that sentence. Brock Purdy is? The way I see it, and this is a huge 49er fan talking here, Brock Purdy's still learning. I mean, he's he's young, he's new. You know, Iowa State, 
he's he's made a lover out of out of George Kittle from from his arch nemesis at Iowa. I mean, the kid's still learning. He had a great start, but right now he's still learning, and he's finding that hey, NFL's hard. He he pointed out perfectly because a lot of people have given him too much praise because of what he did early last year, being the last pick in the draft, and now any kind of bump in the road. See, I told you. See, I told you. See, I told you. They so, waiting on it too. Oh Freddy. my God! Absolutely, they waiting on his yeah. downfall. And you know why? Because they hate the fact that it's just me spitballing. Not saying Devin Kane. Not saying Samuel Pierce for this way. But this is a lot of people in the media that were trumping him up way before. That a lot of people ready for him to be trumped up. So any kind of armor dent that they can find, they're going to find it with a guy that is still learning the football game when it comes to Brock Purdy. No matter what kind of personnel and coaching staff that he has around him. Charles in North Carolina, finish this sentence. 49ers quarterback Brock Purdy is what? How would you fill in that blank? Sure. So, uh, yeah, Brock Purdy, top five quarterback in the NFL. You got Mahomes, Josh, Lamar. Brock might be number four in my eyes, having only one bad game. What? Charles in North Carolina, hate to be disrespectful for your opinion. There's no way in hell that Brock Purdy is a top five quarterback. Charles, we, we're so glad yeah. that you listened to the show, but yeah, Charles, I can't no agree with you. Way. He may not be the best quarterback in his division. Geno Smith, you can make a case for him for the Seattle Seahawks. Geno Smith balling, man. Is a better quarterback than Brock Purdy. There's absolutely no doubt in my mind about that. When it comes, Kirk Cousins last night, that guy looked pretty damn good like a top 10 quarterback against that defense without his best player in Justin Jefferson. And, man, he was ping, ping, pinging that ball around like he was Steph Curry finding Clay Thompson here, Chris Paul there, Jonathan Kaminga here. He was making plays all over the place without his best player compared to Brock Purdy. Granted, he has he just got here compared yeah. to Kirk Cousins, but he was not able to make those same kind of plays because he's still learning on the job. But top five quarterback, yeah, he's well, not I mean, even the best quarterback in his own division. You got Joe Burrow out there. You got Jalen Hurts. Even though Josh Allen has had his struggles, I'm taking I'm Josh taking Allen before. I'm, I'm taking Trevor Lawrence <laughs> and Jacksonville over Brock Purdy. And that's not so slighting Brock Purdy, but come on now. Top five quarterback? Yeah, I, I ain't top five that. in the NFC as far as that goes. James in New York finished this sentence. Brock Purdy, the 49ers quarterback, is? Protected. He lives in a bubble. He's got a team and a half around him on both sides of the ball. I mean, you put this kid on any other team. Would he be surviving like this if he was on Chicago or on the Jets? He, it would not even be close. He's had a team and a half around him. He's not the talent for the team. The team is the talent for him. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. 
Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Well, you just mentioned Chicago. Well, Chicago had a guy play quarterback this past weekend that didn't look too bad. Undrafted free agent out of PSAC, baby. PSU State Athletic so, Conference in the house, baby. I, I don't, Shepard, Tyson I don't, Bajan in the house, baby. I don't necessarily know if I agree with that. So uh-huh. uh, th- we got that case there. But yeah. I, you got to check this out, though, because a lot of people, for some reason, they want to bl- blame Brock Purdy for where he was drafted in the team that he's on. Ladies and gentlemen, it doesn't work like that, okay? You can only control what you can control. We can try to copy and paste and put this quarterback, this place, that quarterback, that place. That's not how the NFL draft works. It doesn't. Exactly. You go where you're drafted, mm-hmm. and you play football accordingly. Yeah, I'm not going to blame Brock, Brock Purdy because the San Francisco 49ers saw something in him, granted, you know, more than a couple rounds late, because every team passed on this guy at least seven times until the 49ers said, I will take a flyer in that guy. You put a, For example, you put a Brock Purdy behind the Jets' offensive line, and he would look a little bit better than what we've seen from Zach Wilson before Nathaniel Hackett figured that out. And we've seen that from Zach Wilson the last two and a half games for the New York Jets. Speaking of North Carolina, Chris in North Carolina, finish this sentence. 49ers quarterback Brock Purdy is what? How would you finish that sentence? Honestly, man, what I was going to say, I mean, the answer is he's better than what people give him credit for. But these last two callers, first, he's not top five. And second, like, I'm a Cowboys fan, but I'm tired of hearing, you know, people say Brock Purdy's the system quarterback. Outside of maybe three, four, five quarterbacks in football, they're all system quarterbacks. Amen. So Amen. you can say if he was on the Jets, he'd do this and do that. The bottom line is he's better than Zach Wilson. He's played better than Justin Fields. And, you know, people can say what they want, but up until last night, he was top five in MVP in terms of Caesar. So he's not top five. He's top 15. Uh, but he's not just a system quarterback. He's He's a good quarterback. He's got room to grow. And and the media, man, the hate, it's kind of like Dak Prescott. They ride him and then Brock. You know, he's not good. He's system. And that's foolish because you still got to make the throws. And aside from two bad balls last night, he's making the throws. And I think the most important thing that I love about Brock Purdy is what Troy Aikman and also Joe Buck pointed out last Absolutely. night. Time and time, time, yeah. and time th- through that ball game, right? Yep. The anticipation. When you're a quarterback at that young of an age mm-hmm. coming into the National Football League and yeah. you can throw with anticipation, yeah. that's one of the, the biggest things. But also, he's more athletic than people give him credit for yeah. in the way he orchestrates the offense and, you know, throws with that anticipation, man, I think it's phenomenal for a guy who was the last pick, especially in the NFL draft when he got drafted. There was a couple of plays last night where they thought they had him for sacks. He was able to spin out, get to the outside, and run for a first down on one, run for a first down on the other. Now, one where he spun away and made an ill-advised throw. You know how that happens? It's going to happen in the NFL. And the I, tight window throws. I don't think there's yeah. a quarterback the last two years who've, who's made more tight window throws mm-hmm. than Brock Purdy. Well, you got to throw people open. You know this in the NFL. There are yep. plenty of times that zone coverage, man-to-man coverage, you got a quarterback that's accurate, that's something you can't teach. You can have a rocket arm, but if you're not accurate, especially more than ever before in 21st century football, you're going to pay that price if that is something you can't master that skill when it comes to being a quarterback. Keep weighing in if you did not get through on the phone. As a matter of fact, we'll take your calls in this probably about another 20 minutes. Brock Purdy, finish that sentence. 49ers quarterback Brock Purdy is what? Keep weighing in at 888-729-3776. That is 888-729-3776, part of Dr. Pepper calling line. You can also hit us on Twitter as well at Coleman ESPN and at HDouglas83. He is Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry. Colorado coach, prime time, prime time. 
prime time. AK Dion Sanders said this recently. Everyone's trying to get an edge. I mean, everyone's trying to get whatever edge they can. And you'll find out what that means to the Michigan football sign-stealing scandal and how it could help Michigan football. Keep it here on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. Usually Michigan football's program slogan is, who's got it better than us? Nobody. Especially comes to these allegations involving sign stealing. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Together on Freddie and Harry, presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and also that snot speaker yours to play ESPN Radio. Deion Sanders, Colorado head coach, prime time, prime time. Coach Prime had this to say about all the kerfuffle involving Michigan and sign stealing and football. Everyone's trying to get an edge. I mean, everyone's trying to get whatever edge they can. Um, you could have someone's whole game plan. They can mail it to you. You still got to stop it. You still got to stop it. So in football, it's not as pronounced as baseball. If I know a curveball is coming, I'm, I'm, I got you. You know, with, with football, I don't give a darn. If you know a sweep is coming, you still got to stop it. Physically, you, it's a physical game. You got to stop it. So that that's a little tough. I don't buy into a lot of that stuff that someone's stealing this, stealing that. I don't I don't buy into a lot of that stuff. You still got to play the game. The words of Coach Prime Deion Sanders from Colorado about the whole sign-stealing scandal involving Michigan football. Let's bring in an FOS friend of the show. He is Mark Schlebaugh, ESPN senior writer. Always a great follow on social media at Mark underscore Schlebaugh. Mark, you heard what Deion Sanders had to say about the sign-stealing scandal involving Michigan football. What are your thoughts what Deion had to say about that? Um, I mean, I think he he's got the same sentiment as some coaches who don't think it's a huge deal. You've got other coaches who are screaming bloody murder, Freddie, um, that, you know, Michigan should be punished. The rules in place, it's supposed to be followed and seem to be, you know, from what we know so far, pretty egregious actions by at least one person on staff, uh, buying tickets from 12 of the, I think we're up to 12 out of 13 big 10 schools and more than 30 games. So, it's, uh, you know, we'll see what the NCAA says, I, I suspect. And, Mark, I got to jump off the curb with this one I'm about to hit you hit you with. With the cheeseburger allegations, that whole nine going on with Michigan <laughs> and Jim Harbaugh, and now the sign-stealing situation, is this something that could potentially lead to Jim Harbaugh leaving the University of Michigan, leaving college, and jumping into the National Football League after this year? Uh, potentially, Harry. Uh, you know, look. Uh, he doesn't. He hasn't gotten along with the NCA. If you listen to the NCA, um, you know they the cheeseburger thing was not that big of a deal. I mean, they had allegedly had improper contact with recruits during a COVID dead period, which the NCA was. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. You know, Adamant, you couldn't do. Uh, hammered Jeremy Pruitt at Tennessee for it, among other things. But um, they said that uh, Jim didn't cooperate. He said he didn't remember things. You know, they said he wasn't truthful. There's, And that's the cardinal sin when it comes to the NCAA enforcement staff. So, you know, I've heard a lot of Michigan fans over the last four or five days, guys, say that this is the NCAA piling on. There isn't a lot of things the NCAA can get you for anymore with NIL and, and paying what's happening over the table. But if they get you on something and you glide it fast, I think motivated to get you on something else. Mark Schleybaugh, ESPN senior writer, letting us know exactly what's going on with the latest involving the Michigan football sign-stealing scandal, joining Freddie Coleman and Harry Douglas on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. With all that you just said, I thought Harry asked a great question in terms of how much of this could push Jim Harbaugh away from college football again and go to the National Football League. And the NCAA, realistically, what kind of power do they actually have to enforce any kind of discipline on him based on what you said, Mark, and what Harry's really kind of initiated about this could finally push Jim Harbaugh back to the NFL? Yeah, I mean, look, he's already facing one level one from the previous investigation involving Cheeseburger Gate and the improper recruiting contacts. Michigan self-imposed a three-game suspension at the start of this season. Uh, They thought they had negotiated a four-game suspension with the NCAA and the Committee on Infractions rejected it. We don't know if that means the committee on it wanted more blood or if they thought it was too much, but Michigan self-imposed three. The NCAA could still come back and add additional games and additional punishment. Once that case is adjudicated, this new case involving the alleged illegal scouting um, is a separate issue. We're told they could add an additional level one charge against Harbaugh for failure to monitor staff even if he wasn't involved, guys. He's got a duty under NCAA rules to know what's going on within his program. He has to promote an atmosphere of compliance. He has to monitor his staff. So even if this Connor Stallions, this $55,000 a year, went out on his own and pulled off the scheme, alleged scheme, then Harbaugh's still responsible. Well, let's stay right there because, for me, like you just mentioned, uh, I think a head coach is responsible for everything that goes on in this program. And when these coaches come out on numerous of occasions time and time again and say they have no knowledge of certain things going on, Mark, what is your mindset when coaches say that things like that? Hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, $10 million a year, you better know what's going on in your program. Amen. <laughs> but, but, but these guys – Look, it's, it's how you look at the RP. All coaches, when there were federal wiretaps, was involved in the IRP. Still, coaches, they get Jim Harbaugh in Michigan on sign stealing. This doesn't involve the IRP. They they shut the IARP down. So this is the enforcement staff. And again, is is the enforcement staff motivated? to get hardball because he wasn't forthcoming the last time, you know, we'll see. 30 seconds less. How much of this could really impact Michigan when it comes to winning a national championship? 
I don't think much, Freddie. I do know that the Big Ten can impose its own if they find out that this is, you know, whether or not Harbaugh and other assistant coaches were aware of it or involved. Um, a enforcement staff works at a glacial pace, worked at hyperspeed and got Michigan a notice of allegations in mid-November. Michigan has 90 days to respond. That puts the case in mid-February, the Big Tw- uh, Ten championship game gone unless the big 10 steps in which i'd be very um you know michigan could win the big 10 eight ten months a year from now could have to vacate it but by then who really cares <laughs> mark slayball espn senior writer bringing that truth as always regarding the whole michigan sign stealing scandal great stuff by him joining us here on freddie and harry mark i appreciate you my man take care and be well we'll talk to you soon yeah, I still firmly believe, Harry, that if this was not Jim Harbaugh in Michigan, it doesn't get this kind of play. But because he is that polarizing figure, and oh, by the way, it wasn't too long ago that he had to sit out three games because of something else. The NCAA, they know that power is no longer what it used to be. This is a chance to catch a really big fish before that fish gets away and says, enough of this nonsense. I'm going to the NFL. Well, here's the crazy part. I think this is actually a year that the University of Michigan has a real honest opportunity to win the next championship. We see the parity across college football right now. When you look at the Michigan Wolverines as a football team, their defense is top five in just about every category. Their offense, led by J.J. McCarthy, who's a Heisman Trophy candidate, uh, has been phenomenal. What Blake Corum has been able to do coming back from his injury last year. Also, mm-hmm. Roman Wilson and his receiving touchdowns, one of the uh, best wide receivers in the country, is scoring touchdowns from a receiving standpoint. And just that defense playing at a clear-cut, balling-out level. Right. I was at the Ohio State and Penn State game, and I can sit up here and honestly say that Michigan is clear-cut the best football team in the Big Ten, in my opinion. Yeah, because it's going to be really, really difficult to beat them, especially when the more and more the NCAA keeps going after their head coach, the more and more they get motivated to shut those people up and shut down the NCAA. He is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry. In 20 minutes, an NBA player is going to weigh in on how he would handle James Harden of the 76ers being on his team with all that going on. That's in 20 minutes. Keep calling on Brock Purdy. We're getting a lot of great tweets at Coleman ESPN and HDUGS83. Finish this sentence. 49ers quarterback Brock Purdy is what? Jeffrey Jump finishes by saying he's going to be a solid NFL quarterback for years. Lou says he is a decent quarterback. What do you have to say? 888-729-3776. Join the conversation. Finish the sentence. 49ers quarterback Brock Purdy is what? We take your calls next on Freddie and Harry. And this is ESPN Radio. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. 
Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets but expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. Murray back to pass him and he needs to sack him. He loops it over the middle. Intercepted! Yes! The Vikings beat the Niners! People made plays, stepped up. Can't say enough about what our defense did. Great turnovers and a lot of guys making plays. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Together on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio, as well as the ESPN app, SiriusXM Channel 80. And always tell that smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Oh, you can't wait to continue the weigh in, and we're going to let you do it right now at 888 ESPN, 888 Part of Dr. Pepper call in line. Brock Purdy did not have the best performances last night as the 49ers lost their second straight game, this time on Monday Night Football of the Minnesota Vikings. You know, two in a row. Um, it's the NFL. You know, every team is good. It doesn't matter who you're going against, what the record is, or anything like that. We didn't come into the week taking this team lightly. We knew it was going to be a hostile environment. It was going to be a great challenge. Our defense is really good. Um, Kirk Cousins is really good. So it's like, you know, for us, we came in with the right mindset. We just got to execute better. Harry Douglas finished the sentence. 49ers quarterback Purdy. Brock Purdy is... I think Brock Purdy is a good quarterback. Um, I think he's not top five in the National Football League, but when you look at Brock Purdy right now, he's 11th in completion percentage at 67.9%, 11 touchdowns to three interceptions. That is top nine in the National Football League, Mm. but he's second in QBR, only behind Patrick Mahomes, Mm -hmm. and he's second in QB rating, only behind Tua Tungvaloa. Yeah. To me, Brock Purdy is exactly where he should be. That's a guy, that kind of talent, that kind of football team, with that kind of coaching. You can't expect him to be elite, but he is better than what you think, but he's not as great, great as people have been pumping him up to be. He's exactly where he should be at this point of his NFL career when nobody saw this coming with a guy that was the final pick of the draft last year by the 49ers. 888-729-3776. Brandon in Maine finished this sentence. 49ers quarterback Brock Purdy is? A Honda Civic. Okay. Continue. Explain. That he's pretty cool at first, but after a while you're going to start looking for something different because it's just a Honda Civic. <laughs> oh, but just wait a minute, my friend. I've had a Honda Civic. They go on and on and on, my friends. They keep going. 
Those Hondas, one thing I know about them, they are very reliable. Now, I didn't have a Honda Civic, Civic uh, but I had a Honda Accord. Okay. And that bad boy has over 800,000 miles on it now. 800,000 miles? And I drove it up until about, probably about 600,000 uh, miles. Where is it now? It's at my parents' house in Dryway. Really? What'd yeah. you name it? What'd you name it? I want to know. Yeah, it's got to have a name. Chelsea? Chelsea? Yeah. Any reason behind that? Chelsea was a bad one, boy. Okay. Talking about the Honda Civic. I mean, Honda Accord now. I- I'm glad you explained that because we were wondering what was her <laughs> name. But that was my that was my, that was was my my first car. Okay. And um, very, very reliable. Mm-hmm. Hondas are very, very reliable. Yes, they are. And they keep going and going and going. Good point. Brian in New Jersey finished the sentence. 49ers quarterback Brock Purdy is... Brock Purdy, in the word, is Kurt Warner without the accolades. And what I mean is if you compare their, their career, Warner came in undrafted, Purdy comes in as the last man in the draft. They both got their starts through the injuries. They both have geniuses as coaches. Torrey Holt, Marshall Falk, and, and Isaac Bruce with Christian McCaffrey, Debo, and Ayuk, and Kittle. They're the same person. I hope Purdy doesn't reach the same milestone as Warner mm-hmm. as a Cowboys fan. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I would say if I mean Kurt Warner That's is a Hall bad. of Famer. Kurt Warner is someone I had the utmost respect for. Uh-huh. Um someone that played the game at a high level and yeah. took advantage of the opportunities that, that were presented to him. Everything started a little later for Kurt, but Absolutely. at the end of the day he became a Hall of Famer, which he should be. I, I love the comparison in terms of how they were became starting quarterbacks. Yep. Trent Green had that injury that he suffered in preseason when he's hit by Rodney Harrison, who played for that time for the San Diego Chargers. Kurt Warner gets, and everybody thought the season was lost. Next thing you know, it became the beginnings of the greatest show on turf. They wound up winning a Super Bowl, one of two Super Bowl appearances that they had together when Dick Vermeil was the head coach, then Mike March took over for him. So I don't mind that comparison. Those situations are eerily similar. And he Kirk took Cousins. the Arizona Cardinals to a Super Bowl. That yes, was did. my rookie that, year, and we right. played them in the first round out in Arizona. Yeah, yeah. I remember him throwing a pylon route to Larry Fitzgerald. Uh-huh. We had two people in the end zone. Damn it, yeah. somebody knock it down. We'll put it this way. The same throw that Santonio Holmes caught from Ben Roethlisberger is one of the all-time great throws in the history of the <laughs> National Football League. So that was very similar, except that that throw worked then, and that throw worked in the Super Bowl later yep. on that year. Ewing, not Patrick, but Ewing in Washington, D.C. Ewing finished this sentence. 49ers quarterback Brock Purdy is? He is a victim of circumstance. And what I mean by that is I think anyone else in his situation would go through the same thing. He was put in an impossible scenario where he had to win uh, because of who he is around. And I, I'm a PSAC guy like you, Clarion. <laughs> All right, there we go. PSAC in the house, baby. Look, PSAC is just everywhere. <laughs> Clarion University in the western part of Pennsylvania, one of the toughest places to play. The fans are always great, right on right on top of the court in the football field. Believe me, PSAC is always, always can, in the house. Can I chime in on that? Go have it. Impossible situation. Do you know how many quarterbacks would love to play on the 49ers? What? Come on now. I Impossible think, situation? I, no, I think the what, best he, situation. He, 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 he meant it in a different Hurts. way. No, I think he, he, he meant it in a different way. He, here's what I believe he meant. I don't want to try to speak for Ewing in D.C., but you know, PSAC people know how to read PSAC people. He's saying <laughs> that nobody thought in a million years that when Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt, that the 49ers would look like that with Brock Purdy. But remember that game against Miami, guys. Kyle Shanahan told us all we need to know about Brock Purdy, how much faith they had in him. They let him throw the ball more than 30 times in relief of Jimmy Garoppolo in that game. He wouldn't even let Jimmy Garoppolo do that. Mm. And that guy had been in that offense for more than a minute. That told me, Harry and everybody, all I needed to know about how much faith the 49ers and Kyle Shanahan had in a guy 
that was the last pick taken in last year's draft. And it's funny you say that because I remember when the San Francisco 49ers, they were down in the NFC Championship game mm-hmm. to the Los Angeles Rams, right? And they yep. were they were that last drive trying to come back. Mm-hmm. The look on Kyle Shanahan's face knowing that Jimmy Garoppolo was his quarterback Absolutely. and he had to throw the football to make plays yep. told me everything I need to know. Yeah, he say, oh man, I can't believe this guy's my quarterback, but I have Damn, no choice. here we go again. No doubt about that. <laughs> Shannon Penn, I, one of our producers, finish that sentence. Brock Purdy is? The 2 o'clock let out. Meaning two, Brock Purdy is that last option that you got at the club. When the lights come on, you look around, you was trying to get something better, hence why he was the last pick in the drive. The last pick in the draft, the lights come on. It's like, well, I'm, I'm le- wow. like in the words of Denzel Washington, I'm wow. leaving here with something. Wow. So, so, you're saying, so you're saying he was a 2 of 10, but he became a 10 of 2? That's what you're telling me? Wow. Can I tell y'all why I'm laughing so hard? So uh-huh. my brother went to Florida State University. Right. And when I used to go down there and go out with them, there was this thing called the lid eye. Uh-huh. So I know all about that let out, boy. Yep. When you when you don't have nothing, yeah. you, you got to find something. Uh-huh. That let exactly. out, and you're you in the parking lot. If, if you can't, if you have got to love the one you're with. Yeah, they playing Frankie Beverly and Maze. The <laughs> lights come on. Like, look, yeah. I'm leaving. You got to love the one you're with in those situations. You got the beer goggles on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No. Some people have beer blinders on. Freddie and Harry presented by Progressive Insurance. Saving you on the motorcycle, RV, and boat insurance. Visit Progressive.com. We'll talk to the NBA guard about two particular people. Zion Williamson on his team and James Harden on another team. This is ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app, the Freddie and Harry podcast.